Time for Roadworthy Drive, America's premier mobility news and technology talk show. Ken loves talking all about mobility changes, while Sasha loves the latest technology, and Jack just wants things to stay as they are. So here they are, the opinionated trio with a futuristic twist, the Roadworthy Drive crew. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Welcome to hour number two of Roadworthy Drive, America's premier mobility news and technology talk show. I'm Ken Chester in studio with Sasha Little, Roadworthy Drive's own tech geek at and deep in the weeds research minion. <laughs> I'm not. Yes, you deep are. Deep in the weeds, though. Yeah, for sure. In any case, we are glad that you chose to join us for this hour. Sasha and I have been tinkering around a bit with the format, and I don't think we have a tie down just yet. But with a bit of help from you, our dear listeners, as to what you want us to tackle during hour two, I'm sure we'll get things settled here in the next few weeks. Now, the way you can contact us is easy. As always, call or text the Roadworthy Drive number 872-222-9793. And that's good anytime. If you would rather communicate via email, that's okay too. My address is ken at roadworthydrive.net. Either way, connects you to the show. On tap this hour, a Ken moment. Not particularly a rent-worthy moment, but a Ken moment. And... I had this moment when I realized that I used to experience a form of mobility as a service back when I was in college, and I'm going to explain that in a few minutes. We also have, we are fortunate to have, a <laughs> double dose of Tech with Sasha on tap this week. Find out what our favorite diva is thinking about with respect to tech and mobility. Mm. Now, finally, it's car sock for this final segment. It's car what? Talk, as in sock talk, not sock. Sock talk. No, car, sock, car sock talk, puppets. car talk. <laughs> okay. Sasha and I discussed the merits of the all-new 2019 Volvo XC40 crossover. That's their smallest crossover and, of course, their newest crossover. So we got all that and more. Uh, how you doing, Sasha? I'm doing great. Um, I don't like snow, but okay. uh, if uh, any of you... Uh, listen to first hour. You would have heard my rant about the snow, mm-hmm. um, but the DOT was kind enough to ensure that I was adequately protected. Uh, and and for the record, yes, sir. Ice is not a separate season. Not even here. ice is absolutely mm-hmm. a second season. There has to be a season between all of the leaves are gone, kind of like the song, and the ice that now comes down, and then the first day of winter on the twenty first. Hey, yeah, no. I'm pretty sure. No, no, <laughs> no, no. We have four seasons. Nah. None of them are entitled ice. Uh, you know, Although there is ice in at least one of them and sometimes two of them. Okay, but what do you call the season when we have a blizzard, a mm-hmm. tornado, a flood, all in the same day, all in one state this that's year? Ca- that's called Iowa. <laughs> now, is that its own season? No. No? No. Okay. That'd be a one-day season. <laughs> Seriously screwed up season two, by yes, the way. Yes, it was. Um, getting to this rant-worthy or Ken-worthy moment, um, I went to school in Boston. Right. And I was a fan of the Massachusetts Bay Transit Authority, otherwise known as the MBTA, known to those of us that love it, the T. Right. And you lived in Boston or just outside? Uh, yes. <laughs> I lived downtown my freshman year. Okay. Lived out to the uh some of the suburbs later years. The thing is, 
even though they're complaining about problems now, transportation, which is not unusual to to Boston. But honestly, uh, for a fixed amount of money, uh, you could get pretty much anywhere you needed to go within 25 to 40 mile radius. And well, you, you could even get further if you wanted to go commuter rail. Well, you had talked about, you know, in previous segments, you know, when we talk about mobility and you would bring up the fact that, you know, you didn't even need a car in mm-hmm. college because mm-hmm. of the transportation system and because of the way that it was directed. Now, you seem to have a map there in front of you. I have a map of the MBTA. And it looks spread all over if you drew a everywhere. map, If you drew a map, just the subway uh-huh. would probably take you a 40-mile radius. For, and now, explain to me, because I've never been there, uh-huh. explain to me how far outside of Boston does that go? Uh, that could go to Braintree, heading for the South Shore, uh, Oak Grove, and Wonderland. Wonderland is the start of the North Shore, Revere, Revere Beach. Mm-hmm. And then you can go out to the western suburbs, uh, Boston College, which is Chestnut, uh, Chestnut Hill, Cleveland Circle, which I forget where that is, and I should know better because I used to work out there at Snooton, and Riverside, which was heading out actually towards Natick uh, and heading in that general direction. Right, but so, as far as like miles go outside of the Boston proper, how how far away is this getting people? I would say if you just stuck with the subway, not the bus routes, not the commuter rail, just the subway. Right. Uh, the farthest point would actually be on the red line down at <laughs> Braintree. I heard your farthest. Yeah. A. Brain tree. <laughs> but then again, Wista. But, you know, you don't understand. I, I, no. <laughs> don't. Don't do that. In any case, uh, this was 40 years ago. Right. What we're seeing now, really, and if you want to go, well, let me back up. If you want to go back 100 years, you had uh, horse-drawn trolleys. Uh, for the most part, you had the start of subway system. And a lot of people traveled that way, particularly in cities. What we're seeing now is this as the base in highly urban areas, but you're also looking at companies like Uber and Lyft and Lime and Bird uh, offering other mobility choices even further out uh, in ways that was never imagined. Well, and do they have – I know we had talked about a service that included – everything Mm -hmm. uh, for one monthly fee. And you and I, during the break, had kind of went over what uh, you got a nice little jingle over. What is the monthly fee if I wanted to take everything? If you wanted to take everything, which would be uh, the trolleys, the buses, commuter rail. Which I am so, I really want to experience a trolley. uh, Then you would pay, uh, in Boston, a month, Uh $84.50. Uh-huh. And I can tell you, even with the bus system, in most Boston communities, you were no more than two blocks from a bus route. Okay, but how many rides is that? Is that that's unlimited? So it doesn't matter how many. Does not matter. Eighty four dollars a month. And Fifty cents. Mm-hmm. Now <sighs> add in Uber to that if you're a little further out to get you to the nearest station right. or bus stop. Right. And you're seeing how mobility as a service uh, could be. Implemented. I mean, this is a system that's been around for over 100 years. Now, do you think that the reason why it is so successful, because I'm not sure about way, how other cities plan out their their mapping system and so on and so forth, but do you think that this took years of planning oh, and they foresaw over, this oh, yeah, kind of thing? Oh, yeah, because I can tell you this silver line, yeah. they built this after I moved away. 
It didn't even exist. This is a line that's less than 40 years old. Uh, they expanded the red line. It didn't go all the way to all white. They were expanding it when I was in college from uh, Harvard University or Harvard Square out further west another four or five miles. Okay. Uh, Braintree uh, was the furthest point that did exist back in the day. But yeah. And then this little piece from Ashmont to Mattapan. Right. Uh, yeah. This is actually an old style trolley. These cars that were on here are maybe 60 years old plus. And for wow. a quarter, you'd ride from Mattapan to Ashmont. And then get on the get on the, the uh, subway and take it into the city. And when you're saying subway, it, it's these go underground. These go to, yes, ma'am. Subway. Yes, ma'am. And now we except for the, the green rails? line. The green line is both underground and above ground. Oh, that would be weird. Uh, not really. I'm just. I am a country girl. Uh, we either go by horse, horse and buggy, truck. Since when? Or car. horse and buggy. What, 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 what do you what, mean since what when? Year? We have state fairs all the time, and every once in a while, um, someone will just be decide to be funny and take their okay. horse. All I'm going to say is this. Into the <laughs> In a way, we've come full circle right. with all of these choices. The difference is that what urban commuters have enjoyed for years are now people are getting some semblance of that further out in the rural areas. Um, people think that it's not coming to rural, but in some ways, uh, rural situations are tailor-made for more service because it can be more precise, more exact, more um, responsive to what is needed at the time and the when and where. And more economical. I can't, I mean, even if you want to include Uber and stuff like that just to get you into that realm, you're still probably only talking $200 Maybe two fifty a month. Cheaper than a car payment. Uh, cheaper than anything because that car payment doesn't cover your insurance, your right. gas. Right. If a deer hits you, <laughs> I, why, why you got to bring the deer out? Because I this. keep passing deer. It is rut season. Here. I, I don't need to tell me twice. I, I've seen two buck deer in places buck deer should not be. <laughs> it's also hunting season. Uh, yeah, but the buck deer should not have been where they were. Very urban, one standing in a yard under a tree in a closed-in yard. Don't know how he got there. Don't know what he was looking for. Who knows? Uh-huh. So coming up, it's time for Tech with Sasha. After all, it's really what you've been waiting for, and that's next. Don't touch that dial. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. You are listening to Roadworthy Drive. Ladies, ditch your husbands. Well, not really. But if he's talking about buying any compact car but a Lark, leave him at home and see your Studebaker dealer yourself. Look at the Lark's roomy, stylish interiors. The built-in comfort. Learn about the economies of gas, maintenance, and repair. Get behind the wheel. Test drive the lock for ease of handling. Then go home and save your family from possible disaster. Make him see your Studebaker dealer about a 61 lock. This is the second segment of our two of Roadworthy Drive. I'm Ken Chester in studio with the nonstop Sasha Little. And since there's no need to prolong things, here's Tech with Sasha. Hey, guys. Um, welcome to, uh, what is this, second, third, second? Whichever, I'm not counting. Right. <laughs> a tech with Sasha. So I decided to do something very near and dear to my heart. 
car subscription services. What? Uh, yes, yes. Question. Uh, yes. Just one question. <laughs> Do you know any others besides Canvas? Canvas? You mean the future mobility brought oh to you by my, Ford? Oh I goodness. do know some. Okay. Explain uh-huh. it to us. Okay. So what car subscription does, uh, if you're familiar with the lease, um, you pay for so much, but you don't necessarily own the vehicle or car rental. You pay for the time that you're going to have the vehicle, but you don't necessarily own the vehicle. Car subscription takes that one step further. So you get to drive a car. Most of the time you get to pick the car um, and you pay a monthly fee. It will include your insurance. It will include if you hit, again, a deer. If you um, get into an accident, if you run over a nail, um, some of them are more comprehensive or more inclusive than others. But for the most part, it's supposed to be a worry-free turnkey experience to have a car without all the hardships and worrisomes that tends to come with it. So, Sasha, here's the question. Uh-huh. What's the difference between a lease uh-huh. and renting as opposed to the subscription service? Well, that's something that we'll get into to, into the second segment of Tech with Sasha okay. because there are some extended or what they call premium lease options that take your basic lease and then give it a le- an extra oomph. But what I'm going to be talking about in this specific uh, segment is just about uh, uh, car subscriptions. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one, I'm going to start out with the ones that are uh, brand-based. So we have... Ax- By the, you're talking about manufacturer-based. Right. Yeah, manufacturer-based. Okay. So the first one is accessed by BMW. Um, the pilot program is in Nashville. Uh, it's almost like the Porsches. It's got a tier program. Uh, the Legend will allow users, um, you have to pay $2,000 a month. Okay, is that the is that the base one? That is the base. That oh. is the starting. <laughs> okay, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. BMW. Yep. You're telling me two grand a month. Yes. What am I getting that I'm not getting in a lease because I can lease pretty oh. much any BMW? for way less than that okay so for the two thousand dollars you can get like the the four series no no do i get a personal chauffeur (laughs) two grand two thousand dollars you kind of get one you uh there is not a restriction on vehicle swaps so you can have a concierge come out and switch out vehicles for you how often as many times as you want weekly uh, it does not say that there are any restrictions on vehicle swaps. I know that's right for two grand a month. Right now, <laughs> oh no, the two grand a month is your base for their higher tier. <laughs> it's thirty seven hundred dollars a uh, month, ladies and gentlemen. I'm in shock <laughs> over here. These are beyond house payments. Yes. yes These are they higher are. than most house yes. payments. And you know what? What they're offering is very basic. I mean, it includes insurance, roadside, assur- uh, roadside assistance. Um, it's being facilitated by local dealers and not by BMW corporate or BMW hasn't given word whether they're going to expand the okay. program. Give past- me another one because I've just, yeah, let's, <laughs> right? no, I don't even see oh, the okay. advantage. Okay. Who else you got? I- I've got Volvo. Do you now? Care by Volvo. Mm-hmm. Um, they are doing the XC40 crossover. Which we'll be talking about in our last segment of the hour, by the way. We will. Now, theirs is a little bit more, um, I don't know, feasible. 
Their plan starts out for $600 per month for the T5 uh, momentum trim. Mm-hmm. And it goes up to $700 a month for the T5R design. Uh, the vehicle we got sitting out front. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, you start out with a $500 deposit, though, to, to get you started. Okay, and I'm getting again what? How what are my advantages? I, I mean, for the Volvo Care, I or Care by Volvo, I was really hoping for a little bit more. Uh, they'll give you one thousand dollar forgiveness in mileage overage, which suggests that there actually is restrictions on there, similar to a lease. Uh huh. How often can I change out? Ah, uh, you know, it does not say. Actually, I'm going to give you a teaser because I do know. Do you? Yes. Uh. With the XC40. Oh, wait. It will let you swap out cars every year. Yeah, as early as 12 months. Yep. Uh, and by the way, uh, may I quote, an opportunity to upgrade to a new car. Yeah. As early as 12 months. Yep. Yep. So you get that. I mean, that's okay. Uh, if we want to, we can talk about no. car pay. What else you got? <laughs> no. Lexus has their completely. Oh, girl, you got anything we can afford? <laughs> you know what? I, I mean, give me do. something. Absolutely. Because right, right here, right here, I, I'm dying. Okay. Let's go to our third party. What okay. they consider third party car subscriptions, which to me is the best bet. Okay. Taking- before, before you explain that. So these are not manufacturers. No. Okay. No. And these are not brand new cars. What? No. You're getting leased or uh, just off leased vehicles. So they're going to be two to three years old. Okay. Um. Most of the time, someone buys them in a group, and then they're offering a car subscription service. So how much can I expect to save by going third party and not new? Okay. To give you a rough example, mm-hmm. Canvas. I know, I know, Canvas. And that okay. doesn't really qualify because it, isn't that a Ford Motor Company project? Uh, kinda? It's backed by Ford Credit, and it offers Ford and Lincoln, but technically it's because someone went to Ford and because Ford has made a dedication to stay relevant and to stay current, they said yes on this project. We haven't heard whether they're going to expand. Please come to Iowa, just saying. <laughs> um, but I, you could spend for like one month $375. Okay. What's my minimum commitment? Um, you don't necessarily have a minimum commitment. You can go month to month really? as opposed to one year. Wow. Okay. Um, now, ch- now you're beginning to talk to Right. Something. Their cheapest option with unlimited uh, mileage will get you the 2015 Ford Fiesta S sedan, $329 a month. No. Yeah. Okay. Can I get a like a Fusion? Like a car? Yes, you can get a car. Oh, I, th- got... I thought that was a roller skate. No, no. That would be... <laughs> um, they do have tiers. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I would need the unlimited, but you could pay... 100, uh, 500 miles per month um, and different options. But, you know, Canvas is my go-to. And, of course, I will talk about more um, options that are available to you mm-hmm. in the following up segment. E- yeah, Canvas. Not sure what's up with that, but I sure want to find out. Well, and there's other options that are available that I don't think people are aware of. So you definitely want to stay tuned for the next segment of Tech with Sasha. Don't touch that dial. This is Roadworthy Drive.
Real facts, real opinions, real talk. You are tuned in to Roadworthy Drive on the Roadworthy Drive Radio Network. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. This is Roadworthy Drive, America's premier mobility news and technology information talk show. I'm Ken Chester in studio with Sasha Little. For those of you who have not yet visited our website, why not? RoadworthyDrive.com is your place to find out everything about us and the show. From podcasts of past shows to our behind-the-scenes antics in studio and so much more. Those of you active in the universe of social media may be pleased to know that Sasha hosts a social media-only program that you can only find on our Facebook page. Is that right? And Actually, yes, it is. Or you can follow me on Snapchat um, because Snapchat allows me to do extended videos. Uh-huh. And I don't get constantly bombarded with the Facebook, you know, do you want to boost this? Uh, so, yeah. Well, folks, it's called Wheels of Non-Consent where Sasha um, borrows, borrows a vehicle from me each week uh-huh. and shares her unique insights about it. Be sure to like us on Facebook so that you don't miss a single episode. Those of you who are truly mobile can find us on Google Play, and you won't be disappointed. Now, Tech with Sasha, part two. (laughs) Take it away, girl. Right. So, I mean, we were starting to get into Canvas, and one of the things that we talked about in the break is how does Canvas um, separate itself from a standardized lease? Or lease, sorry. Um, For me personally, it's about the ability that one week I might need a pickup truck. Another week, I might need a conversion or, well, a van. Um, yeah. Are there I, such a thing anymore as a as conversion, conversion I don't think so. Yeah. Also, here's the thing. As you pointed out in the last segment, Canvas has two- to three-year-old vehicles yep. in their fleet. Yes. That means that as far as a cost... Uh, the original cost of the new vehicle, the depreciation that follows, has already been baked into the price so that you as a person who needs a vehicle is not paying that, that you're getting a better deal because of there's some mileage on it but not excessive. Uh, these are vehicles I'm sure are hand-picked to a certain standard. And uh, you're getting the advantage of a lower cost and still getting a late model vehicle that's not all that old. Well, and see, for me personally, it was about I can get into the car and I don't have to worry about it. I I don't have to worry if something's leaking. I don't have to worry if something's knocking. I don't need to worry about, you know. Moosin. (laughs) Moosin. I mean, I just don't have to worry. And for that, for me personally, on my checkbook, I would much rather pay, um, like I priced for me, for a mid SUV that would fit me and the children and it would get basically my day-to-day stuff done it was only going to cost me about 550 yeah but there was something interesting that you had mentioned not this time but in talking about canvas in times past about a dropping monthly expense yes uh the longer that you hold on to that specific car the more or suv SUV. minivan god help us (laughs) actually i don't think minivans were on it to be honest what i think it was just uh you had sedans Mm-hmm. You had uh, trucks, and mm-hmm. then you had their SUV. But I don't think that – and honestly, you couldn't get an Expedition. I did not see the Expedition well, on there. Well, how am I going to transport my critters? Yeah, no. You had to do the – that's why I did the um, the Honda – or no, I'm sorry. The Ford uh, the Ford Escape. 
platinum. Uh, that's still a snug little. Yeah, puppy. it was. They it didn't was have the, snug. They didn't off the Explorer. I do not believe so. Whoa. I do not. Oh, wow. But um, it's one of those things where you automatically get 500 miles per month for free. But if you want to go over that, you pay an additional amount of money for like the unlimited miles. Um, this covers, you know, if you get nails, if you oil changes, all your maintenance, your insurance is included. You get in, turn the key, and then away you go. And they're coming to the Midwest when? <laughs> I'm hoping that they'll let me be there, you know. Well, I'm hoping they will like return your call, Sasha. I'm hoping because I okay, love so Canvas. Sa- shouts out to Canvas. Right. Call Sasha. Right. What else you got for us? Okay, so this one is a novelty, and this is how we're going to wrap up right here. Um, I mean, there's Flex Drive, but that one was more like car rental, and so I didn't really talk about it. But Borrow is the one that I was really excited about. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Borrow. Borrow. Ain't that been around for years as in, brother, can I borrow your car? Uh, no, as in, brother, can I borrow your electric vehicle? Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this one, it will give you an EV for three, six, or nine months at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only available to uh, in the Los Angeles area, though. What? I know. What's up with that? We need to well, move. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So let me get this straight. Uh-huh. There is an outfit that will let me... If for for lack of a better word, have an extended test drive of uh-huh. an EV. If I'm thinking about buying one, maybe yes. Uh, do we know which EVs are in the program? Actually, yes. Now they have a tier program as well. Their lowest cost tier is like their city plan, and for the city plan, that you choose between either a Nissan Leaf or the Fiat 500e. No, which, don't no. you want to ride the Fiat? No, the, 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 no. The, no. Where's my Tesla? <laughs> okay, hold There's on. No Tesla. In this? Hold on. Now, for the entry level, that has a price range of four ninety nine per month for three months, or three ninety nine per month for nine months. Uh, no. What, now, el- what else you got? Now, for the platinum or for the premium plan, okay. that will give you either a BMW i three or a Volkswagen e Golf, and that is from six twenty four for three months or five twenty four for nine. Now, here's- no Audi. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Volkswagen. Yep. No Audi. No Audi. No. Now, where's the, my Tesla? Hold on, it's coming. Oh my goodness. Now, the the third tier is what they call Platinum, which offers the mo- or the Tesla Model S. Yeah. But this isn't available to subscribers yet. What? So I don't even <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's no Model 3. No. There's no mo- just the Model S. No. We don't even know which model of the Model S because you know I need the one with uh Ludicrous speed. <laughs> you need the performance package? Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, if you're going to go, go all in. It's like go big or go home. And again, I only mentioned Borrow because it strictly deals with electric vehicles. But let me show you some downsides well, with this one. Well, let me ask you before you get there. Go ahead. The question is, how often can I change if I wanted to? Unfortunately for this one, it does not say. Boo. Yeah, this one does not say whether you, I mean, how often you can exchange, um, if there's a deposit involved, uh, what year these vehicles are. Uh, it doesn't go into that. What it does say, and one thing that, eh, your insurance is not included with your monthly subscription fee. So why am I doing this again? Right? I mean, other than the fact that, I mean, and I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that I could probably buy a golf 
or a Volkswagen uh, yeah. e-Golf. I, I can guarantee for you the leaf. Less than The leaf is about twenty-eight to thirty-five grand. Yeah. So, so yeah, I can get a deal. It because you know I know a guy, <laughs> right? So, I mean, I thought it was worth talking about just because it's dealing with electric vehicles and in Las Vegas, or not Las Vegas, but Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. The other thing is, is that they say that they can assist you in finding insurance, but again, you get roadside assistance. So I don't know. When they get me my Model 3 <laughs> right? that I can lease for like three months and then maybe switch to a Model S and then maybe switch to Model X... Now we're talking about something that might be worth it, or at least some of the vehicles that are coming to market that are really cool that we've reported about here at Roadworthy Drive. Like I said, Canvas is my favorite. Oh, well. Finally, car talk. We discuss and debate the virtues of the 2019 Volvo XC40 crossover. Hot or hype? Real facts, real opinions, real talk. You are listening to Roadworthy Drive. If you're just tuning in, this is the fourth and final segment of Roadworthy Drive, hour number two for this week. Thank you for coming along with the ride. I'm Ken Chester in studio with Sasha Little, the Canvas. Uh, canvas. Canvas. Canvas, the yeah. future of mobility. Uh-huh. I'm I, telling you. I will believe it when it gets here. That's, I, that's I know. all I'm going to say about that. And if they were smart about it, they'd incorporate like these small town Ford dealerships and uh, let give them the option to become a Canvas distributor or, you know, holder. And for all we know, that could be in the works. We'll I hope just so. have to see. Yeah. Now, we've come to the place in our show where we talk about what we're driving this week and our take on it for this week. It's the brand new 2019 Volvo XC40. I call it a crossover. They call it an SUV. Potato, potato. And the then there's, and there, there are some automakers that are calling their vehicles crossover SUVs. Yeah. I'm like, heard, let yeah. that go. Like yeah. uh, the Mazda we had last week? Ugh. Yeah, I know. In any case, it's the automaker's smallest and newest entry into the urban slash compact crossover slash SUV craze. Um, they're kind of billing it as a luxury, and uh, it's um, it's different. It has the dashboard hints of what you find in the new S90, that big center dashboard thing. Um, that's kind of like what Tesla has, which is almost like a no. Ab- well, it has like an almost mm. an ablong tablet down no. the middle. The Tesla is actually bigger. Yeah, I was about to say, no, the Tesla one is loud in your face and right up there. Kind of like the Ram that you don't like. Right. Uh Uh, This one, it's more in-dash. Right. It's all, I mean, it looks, it's a heck of a lot more complicated than what it actually. it's not when you get used to it. It's a matter, it's different if you've never been exposed to it. But remember, I had that S90 and I loved it. Mm. And the suits wouldn't let me buy it. And I was so heartbroken. You remember that? Like last year, the uh, blue S90 Volvo? No, I'm sorry. I was uh, never exposed to it. Uh, pretty car. Anyway, this one has a starting price of $35,200. Uh, and fuel, and it's an all-wheel drive. Um, and it's fuel economy 23 and 31, which is not bad for a crossover, considering I remember in the not-too-distant past, that is what a family-sized car would get for mileage. So... But it does have one thing that Sasha loves and is always looking for. 
You're not going to talk about it. Do what? Uh, your favorite thing in this vehicle. I really, I mean, okay, so I have to be honest with you guys. Uh, there will not be a wheels of non-consent on this vehicle. I have literally spent five minutes in it. Um, I It's got my primary um, sunroof, which was nice that I can actually open up the whole thing without actually opening up the summer part. And it's got orange carpeting, which I optional. guess is, a, which is optional for an extra $100. Um, and yes, when I say orange it, carpeting, it. it's, uh, yeah, 1970s orange carpeting. Why yeah. are you going to be hating on the 70s? I am not. I actually liked it. I'm not sure if I liked it compared to the color that they decided to choose with the inside, but, you know, hey. Uh-huh. Well, it comes also with standard city safety, which includes... Pedestrian, cyclist, vehicle, and Sasha would appreciate this. Large animal detection with emergency auto brake. What I would affectionately call moosin for real. Uh, and additional driver assistance features, pilot assist, something interesting called runoff road protection and mitigation. That is probably nothing. That's probably just a drummed up thing of uh, lane keep assist. I would say no if it's Volvo. Uh, I'd say that's a thing. No, what I'm saying is is that it's probably a beefier version of lane keep assist. So, mm-hmm. like, if you go over those rumble bars mm-hmm. or something like that that's at the end, it'll probably start to decelerate and bring the car to a complete stop while not allowing you to, like, turn any more into that direction. And that would be fine, particularly if you got drowsy or uh, was swerving or something. something Speaking of drowsy, me. does it have that feature? The, uh, which um, feature? The, well, I know the BMW had it. Where it was Actually, it's the Mercedes. Mercedes. Yeah. Does this one have anything similar? It does that's not similar? say, but ah. uh, I don't have an exhaustive equipment list. Uh, but this one, and we mentioned it in last segment, mm-hmm. has Care by Volvo. Now, the beautiful part about the XC40 is that this one's just the first one on that platform. They're planning to produce a hybrid as well as a pure electric XC40. So I could imagine in my mind... The ability to swap out, maybe buy the first one, 12 months from now when the electric's available, swap out for that and see if I like it. So the care by Volvo could be a thing. It might be. I mean, as somebody that I'd have more than just me in the vehicle, the back seat does not actually impress me at all. Uh, Little to no leg space in the back seat, according to its schematics and... Yeah, but yeah. newsflash, Sasha, uh, was not made for you. Uh, but it was made for people that are going to have more than one person in it. Um, I think that where they're aiming at, and they're not alone, uh, this is a whole new class of what they call urban crossover slash SUVs for young families or active <gasps> singles who are starting out looking for something more than a car, but less than a full-size SUV. And you know what's going to happen with like young families? They're going to actually have other people in and, their family. And you know what? And young singles. And they will trade up to a larger vehicle. But if you're just starting out and you need transportation, this is an awesome way to start, particularly uh, maybe they deferred having kids. Maybe their kids are young. They don't grow up all of a sudden. If you've got I smaller kids. Yeah, I know, right? Wouldn't know that at all. Yeah. In any case, uh, they are going to produce this summer, or actually they did start producing this summer. An actual front-wheel drive version of the vehicle with a lower starting price. Uh, the original starting price of this one was in the, I think, thirty-five-two. Yeah. Uh, and the other one would be slightly less, would be thirty-three-two. So, it'd be basically two grand cheaper. 
But, you know, it, I having driven it a little bit, I like it. Uh, it's it's park. It's electric parking brakes a little quirky. Yeah. Uh, in terms of getting it to release when you put it in gear. Yeah. I'm, I'm not so sure I like that. And I definitely am not a fan of the uh, the gear selection lever. Um, not a fan. Um, I think that uh, it's a little chintzy and it's not well defined as far as I'm concerned. But otherwise, you know, it runs well. It's probably one of the safest Volvos they ever made. Uh, this small Volvo has the ability to tow 3,500 pounds, which is not too shabby. Uh, you know, and honestly, like Sasha said, it's great for two. Maybe three adults in a pinch, but I would not put four adults in it and go across country. But again, the big thing for this vehicle is flexibility, even though it's smaller. But like she said, it's not for everybody. You're not going to get a large family of four or five in this vehicle. But by the same token, you probably would go up to an XC60 or if you really need the space, an XC90. And that's the whole thing. Volvo wants a broad range of their three SUVs to be something for everybody, depending on where you are in life. So having driven this, um, I thought that the price fully full equipped was a little pricey. Yeah. But it was enjoyable. So we'll have to see how it does against others that we take a look at. And with that, we've come to the end of our show for this week. A big thank you. Uh, to everybody for listening, we'll see you next time. Roadworthy Drive is a copyrighted presentation of the Roadworthy Drive radio network. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or any other use is prohibited without the written consent of Roadworthy Drive Productions Incorporated.